Hey, Allison, before we start this week, I was really excited and I want to talk about our new sponsor, Audible.com. You can now go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get a free 30-day trial membership to audible.com on us. So uh, audible.com is great. It's a great place to get best-selling audiobooks. They now have podcasts, everything. Yeah, I'm a car listener, so this is great. I can just download it and listen to books and audio things in my car. Yeah, so definitely check it out, go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're married with a business. We live together. We work together. We do a lot of things together, don't we? Yeah. I feel like it's like the parent trap theme. <laughs> We, uh, we recently took a vacation together, so we haven't done a show in a, in a little while. We took a little a little break to recoup and took a little vacation together. Yes, a much-needed vacation. Um, I think right before we went away, the week before we went away, we, all, we didn't record because I was sick, and I wasn't sick with illness. I was stress-sick. I was, like, physically ill from the amount of stress that we had going on. Yeah, your neck, you were complaining about your stiffness in your neck and having headaches. And so the vacation was very timely. And I think that part of what led up to all of that was, you know, prior to us going on vacation about two weeks before is when we started to get more and more inundated with what this fall is going to look like for school and for our kids and what's home and what's school. And so I think that adds to the stress. You know, we're very busy at work, which is a good thing, but we continue to be busy there. So it was nice to take the vacation and get away. Yeah, the the break from everybody and everything and having to be somewhere. And even though we've been slower with having to, those commitments, just like being able to turn my phone off and my eyes off. And I didn't even read the Kindle book. I had a real hard book, so I didn't have notifications and distractions. I, well, I think it's good that... You know, that stress can, taking a break can end that sort of cycle of stress. Because when you're stressed out, you tend to just get deeper and deeper and deeper by even the little things start to pile onto that stress. Yeah, you get into the, to that row. You get up, you go to work, you do, you do what you have to do. You have to, you're going and going and going and you fall into bed so that you can get up and do it again. And we're very lucky in the past, I would say, five, maybe 10 years that we've really built a good team around us at our office. So vacations have really become vacations, unlike, you know, 10 years ago where we were calling in or checking into the office every day. Now it's a little less of that. Yeah. And probably it was my own fault. We had a little uh, work creep, which then ate away at my relaxation. Um, there are some things that I'm still the person, so I had to check in and make sure that those things were processing correctly. But one of the things we talked about is we were looking at the cost of the beach house and, you know, pricing out what we want to do next year. And I said, hey, if we got a cheaper house, we could, for the same price, we could come for two weeks. And I was totally half half joking. Um, and you were like, that's a great idea. And it would be a great idea, but we have business we have to run. So one of the things we've talked about in the past few years is, okay, we want to do this. What has to be true for that to happen? And I don't know where that phrase came from. I mean, I think it's a turn of phrase that people use, especially in, in the business world, a lot. But it's something that we definitely say to each other, even with smaller things. If I say, hey, I want to go buy 
this thing, you will say, okay, well, what has to be true for that to happen? Or, hey, we want to go on this vacation, you know. We always talk about that. And if it's on a debt management side or if it's on a time management side, we then kind of pick our way through what the goals need to be to make that true. Right. It's taking that someday vision and, all right, if you want that boat, you can have that boat. What has to be true for you to get the boat besides taking out a big note? So what, one of the things we've talked about since I kind of half-heartedly said that is now we're really thinking about, okay, so let's do two weeks. What has to be true at home and at work for that to happen? And we've kind of been picking through, like, our production department kind of runs on its own. We have a manager. He ha- They run their own systems. We just check in. Sales is a little bit different, but your stuff isn't necessarily so timely. And we've got other people you can balance some of those things off with. And that's a matter of just pre-planning. And then there are things that I do that only I can do. Payroll and some of the bookkeeping. And these are topics that we've already been talking about in terms of making our emergency backup plan for COVID. But now it's like, okay, so now I've got a deadline. I know if next August I want to go to the beach for two weeks. These are the things I have to do. So yesterday when I was processing payroll, I went to our manual and we don't have an updated system. So I spent three hours rewriting the system. So if I'm not there, somebody can follow it. And side note, I've never taken two weeks off in my entire life. I started working the day after I graduated from college. And even when I had our boys, I never had any time off. I worked the day I went into the hospital and the day I got out of the hospital with both of them. So this is a big deal. Yeah, I think that we look at it and there are there are a lot of challenges and, and hurdles. And and you're definitely correct. I think in, in our roles in the business, your role, um, especially needs to be a little more hands-on for those things that we'd be away for, be it payroll and billing and and um, invoicing, all of those things. My role too, I mean, I, me working on vacation is, okay, I got to send three emails today that take 20 minutes or a half hour to write. So even if I have to add that time in, yours is much more I have to be there, I have to have my desk set up, I have to have everything spread out and, you know, and organized. I think that we have come to the terms with the idea of taking the two weeks is fine. And we haven't committed to anything yet, folks. So we'll tell you that. But I think that the idea of it is, and this has kind of pushed us to a point of, well, if we really do do this, or even if we don't do it and we want to do it in the future, what are the steps, you know, we have to take to, to get there. And, And part of that is, is also finding the right people that can fill those roles while we're gone. And in my role in sales, we already have two other salespeople that can kind of jump in and do things. Production, like you said, runs on its own. We have an admin person, but we really haven't put that admin person in a position where they can start to do some of these things in QuickBooks and in our bookkeeping. And, and, and as I'm looking for long term, you know, we've talked about before, and we'll talk about a little bit more detail in another episode, is taking off those hats. All of the individual hats that I'm wearing, the bookkeeper hat, the marketing hat, the owner hat, I've taken more of them off. But to get to where we want to be, what has to be true for that to happen? I've got to take more hats off. Well, and I think in our company, currently how it's set up, you act as not only bookkeeper, but you're sort of general manager. You oversee everything. And so you have a lot of hats. And, you know, 
the hats that have been easy to take off of you, for lack of a better term, have been taken off of you. We now we're starting to get into ones that are a little, you know, a little different. People who can then start to see in our books and can see, can have access to not, not necessarily things that you want to give everybody access to in your company, for one. Right. And m- empowering people to look at the company more big picture. I'm the I'm the coach. I'm the what do you call it in baseball? The person who's above the coach. The manager. I'm the manager. Oh, like the general manager. Yeah. But um, bump. Uh, I'm the manager. But making everybody see that. I spent most of my day today working on relationship building. We identified some holes in our team in contractors and vendors we need to bring in. So I ended up spending most of my day doing those things. And those are owner roles. But do I have to be at my desk to do that? Or could I say, okay, I'm going to spend an hour while we're on vacation and do that? What do you think, you know, looking at looking at your your roles in the company, because of all of us in the company, especially at the managerial level of our company, you're the one who has the most roles kind of spread out through different things. You do marketing, you do bookkeeping, you do HR. You know, I'm and I I'm an owner and I have some owner roles that I do and I help with all of those things, but you manage all of them. I'm the big picture person. I create the plan and then I give you tasks to do to accomplish them. And we've always said one of our goals with our company from day 1 was to build a sellable company. Right. Not that we're necessarily going to sell it any day that we may pass it along to a family member or one of our kids or something, but it needs to be an entity that runs without us if necessary and that's you know, that goes back to the if I get hit by a bus plan and everything else. And I think that's where you build off of, you know, for something like this. And sometimes you need or we need those little things like the two weeks off next summer to help us to help push us to making those plans. Right. If I have a deadline, like I'm not going to be here for two weeks. What do I have to spend the next 11 months doing to figure it out? And as I do those things over the next 11 months, the business is only going to get stronger, and my ability to do more things at home with our family is going to get better. Part of the reason we run our own business is so we have the flexibility to do things with our kids and manage our kids. But sometimes I'm so busy working that it's like, oh, be, you got to be quiet for a little bit longer. Mommy's going to send another email, which isn't what we want to have happen at all. But the reality is, is that it does. Well, and I've always said this to a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know. There are pros and cons of running your own business. There's definitely great things. And I'm my own boss. And, you know, nobody can tell me I can't take tomorrow off if I need to take tomorrow off. But in that same sense, there are days and times where I've got to stay on my laptop till 11 at night writing emails or doing estimates or doing doing work. And there's that balance of it. And I think when you start to take some of those hats off that you do on the weekend or that because there are times where you sit at your, your computer and do bookkeeping on the weekend and the, some of those hats off that you do in the evenings and give them to employees that are then working those regular hours, it starts to make a difference in what you can do in those times where you had been working. Right. And I like us so much better when we're on vacation. I know we like each other a lot better when we're on vacation. I mean, I love you all the time, but, you know, but you're much more fun when we're on vacation and we go for walks and it's not as time constrained. We took a ride and we went out to one of the breweries and we rode in the Jeep with the top down. We didn't talk to each other, but it was great just being with you and riding in the car. It was fun. Well, and I think that, you know, and this doesn't go for just people who own their own business. This is everybody. When you are at home and then you're in the everyday rote experience of life that you just keep doing over and over again, 
getting out of that makes you enjoy spending that time with that other person. You forget, oh, I fell in love with you because we had fun going for hikes or going for rides or hanging out instead of, hey, I got to go get the kids to brush their teeth. And while I'm doing that, can you do the dishes? Right. And, you know, it was such a short week. It went by so fast. But in the another instance, it felt like it was such a long period of time. The time between we left the office and we came back to the office felt like an eternity. But I feel like when other people are out of the office, it goes by so fast. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's it's uh, it's it's nice, it's interesting, and I think that's why we sort of now are thinking, one, we might have the ability to do two weeks, and two, that we're craving those two weeks of like getting getting to the and it and sometimes vacation's weird especially for you and I it, it almost takes us half a week to wind ourselves down in order to start relaxing you literally said i like friday allison by friday you're calm friday i was like enjoying sitting on the beach and my feet were in the sand and i wasn't stressed out about what the kids were doing you know i've i had i had time to wind down and then we had to leave the next day but i feel like this was one of the first trips we've taken in a long time i know a couple of years ago we went to mexico just the two of us and legit did nothing and I was able to calm down but I feel like a lot of the times I'm so busy and moving I can't relax and you're like could you just sit down and be quiet for a few minutes but I felt like this time me because I was broken from the week before um I was able to sit and listen to the ocean I didn't want to I didn't want to say it but I'll say it here you know in front of people listening on a podcast uh it, it was actually not that COVID is good. It was actually good that we took a vacation uh, away during COVID to a place that we go to a lot. We go every year to the same place to vacation and at the beach. Um, but usually, you know, you can go and do things and there's a boardwalk and there's places to go and things to play and games at the and ice cream places that are open and all of this stuff. And this year, very one, very little of that was open and operational. And two is, is we didn't want to go and deal with people. And so it forced us this year to not really do anything on vacation. We didn't do anything. I mean, we don't really do anything on this particular trip anyway, in, in my mind, because when, when I grew up, vacation was we go somewhere, we get up early, we go, we go, we go, we experience everything, and then we crash and go to bed. This is exactly where you're like your father and I'm like my mother, where I just want to go on vacation and sit on the deck and look at the ocean or listen to the birds and and listen to music and chill out, and you're like, why aren't we doing something? You know, so. right? But I, but I'm saying that this time I was a little more relaxed and went with the flow, and and I was very worried about not having those normal experiences for the boys. So I did pre-plan stuff. So I think that they didn't notice as much. Like, okay, instead of going down to the ice cream place when we grocery shopped, I bought stuff to make Sundays. So instead of getting the one ice cream cone they had sundays three days in a row and we spent half the money right and half the money and they had tons of sundays and my our youngest thought getting whipped cream shot into his mouth was the coolest thing ever (laughs) i think that though it it does it does go to show and hopefully hopefully next year maybe when we when we go on a two-week vacation you'll and you know hopefully things will be open again and you can do things no i don't want to go anywhere yeah, like maybe you'll have that. That'd be great. That'd be great if you still felt that way next year. And say, hey, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to do anything. So I think some, if you're thinking about yourself and you're thinking about that whole concept of what has to be true, you know, first thing you got to do is you got to set that goal. What is it that you want? Is it a boat, like you said earlier? Is it a longer vacation, like what we want? Yes, both of those. It, what what has to be true? And then two is, is taking that item and, and taking that question 
to the, you know, and saying, what are, what are the items that we have to do? We know next year for us to be away for two weeks, these six things that you handle now have to be able to be handled by somebody else. And so making a plan, executing that plan and, and staying on that plan. And I think it's helpful because sometimes people don't know where to get started. They talk about someday, um, but this is a good, that's a good way to flip the question instead of someday we're going to have a beach house or someday we're going to do this. Well, what has to be true? And then make your action items from that and it'll give you some direction to get started. Yeah, it's like we talk about all the time, plan, 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 plan. And talk to each other. Exactly. So you had some time to listen to and read while we were away. I know that you really love other podcasts. You've been starting to get into some books from Audible. What have you been listening to recently? Yeah, I'm sort of all over the place. I mean, there's tons of podcasts I listen to, and and, and I love Audible. Audible recently has now given uh, some more free books away. So now the, there's books that kind of like how Prime works, where it's included. So I listened last week. I, I crushed the hour-long version of uh, Sun Tzu's Art of War just for fun because you know that's what you do when you're on vacation I was looking through the list when they announced it last week and I was like oh Sun Tzu's Art of War it was read by the guy who played um I can't think of his name on uh, Game of Thrones but anyways he played a character on Game of Thrones so I listened to that um but I really I'm I'm slowly but surely chewing away listening to um Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow which is Mostly because I'm a huge fan of the musical. Uh, it was on Disney this year, and so I've watched it probably, I don't know, through three dozen times. Three dozen times. Probably probably three dozen times. Um, and so I wanted to really uh, get into the book, and I decided to listen to the to the un or to the yeah to the unabridged version, not the abridged version, not the short. The short version is only like nine hours long. The unabridged version is like thirty seven hours long. So I'm probably about 12 hours into it right now. It's super, you know, it is interesting to listen to somebody like Alexander Hamilton who, about Alexander Hamilton, who really sort of did build up from nothing to, to, to what he was. He doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. What about you? What have you been listening to or, or into? Lately? I'm revisiting um, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. We listened, we read it several years ago and um as we're working on building rebuilding up our team i downloaded the it from audible and i've got my hard copy on my desk to go back to and i'm re-listening to it in the car yeah those are some great titles from audible.com definitely check it out and uh use our sponsorship code it's audibletrial.com slash biz married that's audibletrial.com slash biz b-i-z married and uh, that gets you a free 30-day trial. So definitely check out some of those things that we're listening to. You don't have to listen to all 36 hours of Hamilton, but it might be something you're interested in. And there's other audio, uh, great audio books on there. So uh, definitely check it out. That's audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Hey, a couple of listener shout-outs you have this week for us, Allison. Yeah, we got a message from Christy Santilli from Organized by Christy. She really likes your soothing voice. That's nice. And uh, I let her know you had a light, a career in radio before we got together, so that's probably why you have such a great voice. But she sent me a message, and we really appreciated hearing from her. So thanks, Christy. Organized by Christy helps individuals and families take back control of their lives and their homes. Specializing in residential organizing, they partner with clients to help them declutter, to organize and set up manageable systems to achieve calm and clutter-free homes. Check out Christy at organizedbychristy.com. And if you have something you want to share with us, let us know. Send us an email or a comment on social media and keep listening for more shout-outs. That's great. That's awesome. Nice that uh, Christy sent us a message. 
Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Don't forget, find us on social media. You can look for us on Facebook, Married with a Business. You can also find us on social medias like Twitter and Instagram at BizMarried. Don't forget, not only are we married, but we also own a business. And that's why we're married with a business, folks. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next week. Thank you.